0: Welcome to the Quit Vaping Podcast, the podcast designed to make you a non-listener. In this show, I'm not going to scare you away from a life of vaping. What I am going to do is show you just how good your life can be without it. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Today, we're going to get into not being a sheep. (laughs) So that's my best sheep impersonation. So... In the course, and one of my main things I talk about in my life coaching in general is there's two types of thoughts. There are conscious thoughts and there are unconscious thoughts. And remember, a thought is just a sentence in your mind and a belief is just a sentence in your mind that you repeat over and over and then you believe it, right? So, so many of these sentences in our minds, the things that we believe that create results in our life, they've been taught to us. And the bad part is that they've been taught to us at a time where we weren't really able to criticize them or think critically about them. So, a a barge, a big part of my work is just helping people to question the thoughts they have in their head to show them how they're creating the results in their life. And then to say, Hey, this belief is creating this result. Is this something you want to keep believing and a result you want to keep creating? So when it comes to vaping, we are have so many thoughts that are not our own. They have been taught to us. They've been taught to us by a whole bunch of things, right? By movies, by TV, by Hollywood, by the vaping companies, by our parents, by the people around us, by our friends growing up. And it's like, as an adult, that creates the best version of their life, you have to learn the skill of questioning your thoughts and making sure that once you see how it's creating results in your life, you can decide if you want to keep it or not. This is one of the fundamental skills that's going to make you successful or make you have a really shitty life full of misery and pain. I promise you. It's one of my foundational tools. Every life coach should be teaching this. If they're not teaching this, find a new life coach. Every therapist should be teaching this. If they're not teaching this, then find a new therapist. Okay? So one of the thoughts that comes up for me over and over and over again is... um, that vaping is enjoyable. And that's actually a thought that I've kind of gone back and forth on, but it's one that I'm questioned. And because I had the ability to question it, I've taken the time to become aware of it and how I am with vaping, I was able to quit, literally. So one of the big examples I use is, I love rollerblading. I love rollerblading. Like everything about rollerblading to me is enjoyable. Everything about it. I put on my shoes, uh, I go to my car, I drive over, I'm excited, I listen to music until I get to my parents' house. They have new paved sub, so I get to like put on the rollerblades, I get to wear high socks, I get to put on my ABBA and my little AirPods, and I get to literally, literally dance like a fool on rollerblades, enjoying the shit out of every moment. So that's what it looks like to enjoy something. Now, when it came to vaping, it was a completely opposite experience. I was shameful, I was guilty, there was no enjoyment, the only positive emotion I got, which I wouldn't really consider positive, was relief. So... I asked myself, is this actually something I enjoy? And I started to pay attention to how I was acting with nicotine. And I found out that nicotine is used or was used in my life a lot differently than things I actually enjoyed. So I stopped telling myself I enjoyed it. I said it was something that provided relief. I did believe that. It did provide relief from the anxiety it was creating. But it wasn't actually something I enjoyed that much. Even when I would sit back, like imagine, you know, I was at like a party and I'd like sit down, take a deep drag. I'd take a swig of my beer and I'd be like... Like that wasn't enjoyable. (laughs) That was relief because I was so anxious before I hit that thing because of the drug addiction that I needed to hit it in order to feel what I thought was enjoyment. So you want to pay attention to between the nuances of your emotions to decide if you actually enjoy vaping or not. And that's for you to decide. Like I'm not here to brainwash you to think that you don't enjoy vaping at all. Like there were times I hit it where it felt really good. But then I want to question like, is this actually enjoyment or is this just because I'm addicted to it? Is this actually enjoyment or is it because I was really anxious before I hit this and this helped me avoid the anxiety? Right, when I go rollerblading, I don't have to avoid any anxiety. I'm actually doing it to feel good about my life in the moment and after the moment because I've exercised, so I feel even better about myself after I do it. With vaping, no, 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 not the same. So, don't be a sheep. Right? What beliefs are you having about vaping? And you can just question yourself. I tell you guys all the time. Like, I I know people are so fucking lazy. (laughs) I love you guys so much, I really do. That's why I do this shit. But like, you're so lazy. Take five minutes of your day to day to just write vaping at the top of piece of paper and then write down all the thoughts that come into your mind about it that you believe. Like, I would imagine you believe it helps with anxiety. I'm imagining you think you enjoy it. I'm imagining you think that it's good for courage or for concentration or relaxation or it's not so bad compared to smoking. And it's like, why don't you just question all those things? And I'm not saying with a judgmental picture in mind. That's not what you do. You do not do this work from judgment ever. Life coaching is not judgmental. It's curious and it's compassionate. I actually don't know what's best for your life. I say this to people all the time. I mean it. People are like, oh, you must be anti-nicotine. I'm not, actually. I know for my life, once I got curious and started doing this work that I found out actually it wasn't the best thing for me, but maybe it's the best thing for you to be addicted to nicotine. I don't know. Why don't you question it? Why don't you figure out the beliefs that are leading you to desire nicotine and then you question them to see if you want to maintain them? Because most likely a lot of the things that, are, uh, that you're believing about nicotine, about vaping, that is leading you to vaping and being an addict, the reason that you have those beliefs isn't because they're your own. It's because they've been taught to you at a time where you didn't know you could question them. So like a lot of this work is just questioning things we believe. And you might find that right when you find a belief in your head, you're like, why do I believe that? That's so stupid. And then you can just eliminate it. And you might find that, hey, actually, I, d- I do believe that vaping helps with anxiety. And maybe you'll choose to keep believing that and you'll find proof for it. But what I want you to know is that you can find proof against that belief too. And you do this work with curiosity instead of judgment, because the minute that you judge yourself for having a belief, you actually close yourself off from doing this work. It's not going to help you to judge yourself. The reason we do thought work, the reason we question our beliefs, it's to compassionately decide what's going to allow us to create the best life that we can have. So beliefs that I have are like, I don't, I don't believe I'm a nicotine user. I genuinely believe that. And because I have that belief, I genuinely don't see myself using nicotine ever. Even when I'm around it, I'm like, I don't really, I don't want that. I'm not someone who uses nicotine anymore. I used to be, I choose to believe that if I want to vape, I can. And that belief actually just gives me so much relief being around vapors. It's like, I'm not white knuckling it. I just believe if I want to hit it, I can hit it. I believe that vaping does not help with anxiety. And this is actually a belief that I've done a lot on. I teach a lot on this one. But drug addiction does not help with anxiety. It creates anxiety, and then it relieves the anxiety it's created. But the actual anxiety that you want help with, like the normal anxiety that comes with life, you don't need drugs for that. And when you add drugs in to deal with that, it actually makes the problem much bigger than it has to be. And I want you to see anxiety is not a problem. This is a belief I have. Anxiety is not a problem. It's totally normal. And when you can see negative emotions as normal in a normal amount, right? I'm not talking about a clinical amount of anxiety here where you're like on the floor, crawled up in a ball crying. But when you see a normal amount of anxiety, just like a normal amount of anxiety that comes with life as normal, you stop trying to fix for it. One of the biggest beliefs that I've changed in my life since I became a life coach, genuinely, is that some of life just kind of doesn't feel so good. And that's okay. I don't have to correct for uncomfortable emotion. There's nothing to correct for. And in fact, it's actually important to have uncomfortable emotions in your life they're telling you things, right? It's information. It's information from your higher self and your senses that maybe this isn't the right path for me, or this is something I don't want in my life. So when it comes to doing this work, you just want to be able to question everything from a place of curiosity. That's it. Not so difficult, right? And now it's hard for a lot of people because a lot of us have no idea what we believe. We just don't even know how to find that. But I can give you some tips. It's like one, get life coaching, get in my damn one-on-one program. It will change your life. I promise you like everything's going to change. It's why I'm called life coach. I'm not just a vape coach. I'm a life coach. It does everything. Everything's going to change with these tools. Um, but another way that you can find it without hiring a life coach is by like looking at the results you have in your life. If you are addicted to nicotine, if you are a vapor, the reason you're a vapor is because you have belief systems that somewhere in your life, it's benefiting you or that you enjoy it. That's it. That's why you, That's why you vape, right? If you didn't believe anything that was going to create addiction, then you wouldn't have the addiction. That is how your mind works. It is that simple. Your thoughts, which are optional, create your emotions, which drive your actions, which create your results. That's it. So if you don't know what you think and you believe, check into your results and work backwards. If I'm someone who vapes, like my result is I'm addicted to nicotine, I'm a vapor, and the actions I'm taking to get there is vaping, what is the feeling that must be creating that result? Probably an urge or a desire to vape. Where is that coming from? The belief system that it's going to help me, that it feels good, that I need it, that it helps with anxiety. That my dad did it when I was a child and it looked really good and tasty. Like my dad used to stand outside and smoke cigarettes in the, the like center in the heart of a Michigan winter. Well, he smoked inside too, but when I was really little, he would smoke outside. So um, that changed is things progressed and he got lazier. But like literally as a kid, as a three-year-old kid who didn't have thought work, who couldn't actually question the world in a critical thinking way, I had no part of my brain developed for that. I learned that that nicotine is so good, it's worth standing outside without gloves, without a jacket and freezing my ass off to hit a cigarette. That must be really good. That's what I learned. And it wasn't until I was like 24, 25 years old as an adult where I was able to understand that I can go back in time and question these beliefs. I didn't even know I believed that. I didn't know I had those memories that had created beliefs. I had to do this work and genuinely and build awareness from a place of deliberate awareness creation. Right. And that sounds fancy, but all I'm saying is just start to pay attention to what you're doing and why do you think you're doing it? That's it. So, so many of us are sheep in life. And this is actually what's going to create a life that you don't want, by the way. If you're, like, working in a 9-to-5 job or you had a 4-year degree that you didn't want and now you're in a job you hate and now you're, like, over-drinking on the weekends and you're just not happy and, like, you're in a relationship that you think you have to be in but you hate, like, the reason that you're in that relationship, I promise you, is because you're believing things. And the reason you're believing those things is because other people have told you that you should. It's so funny I said that because – As I'm doing this podcast, I'm like looking behind my shoulder where my psych degree is and I'm like, the only reason I got that psychology degree is because other people in my life told me that in order to be successful, I have to get a degree. Like you guys, my mom literally got a law degree. She went to school for like eight or or nine years to get a degree because her sister got one and because her dad thought that she should get one. She spent nine years of her life doing something that was inspired by someone else's dream. Because they thought they knew what was best for her life. And because she didn't question her beliefs about what she wanted, she ended up getting a degree she didn't want. Now, obviously, there's going to be pros and cons to living someone else's life, right? She has a degree now. I mean, it makes her look more credible, but she still has student loans. So she's literally had student loans for the last 35 years because she did something that somebody else wanted. And the moment that she became a lawyer, she realized she didn't want that. She wanted to go and have kids. And she wanted to be a a wife and she wanted to work a job that was simple that didn't actually involve going to school and becoming a whole career lawyer. So question what you believe. It's so important. It's, It's actually everything. The reason why so many people end up in their parents' lives isn't because like some divine intervention or because they're doomed or destined to. It's because they've been taught things they do not question it's so important. That's like, that's like what general, that's what generational trauma is, by the way. It's things that people have gone through that have formed beliefs in their mind. And then they teach those beliefs to their offspring. And it keeps going down the line. It's like, you could actually end a whole generation of bullshit by questioning what you believe. And that's exactly what I'm doing in my life. Thank you so much for being here today. Don't be a sheep. I wanted to do that again so bad. So I got to, I'll talk to you guys next week. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the show and that each episode is bringing you one step closer to becoming a non-listener. If you'd like to take all this information to the next level and finally quit vaping for good, you can check out the course link in my bio. Have a great day. See you next week.